listening to the podcast Advertising Playbook, your resource to better understand and execute successful podcast ad campaigns. Hello and welcome to the podcast Advertising Playbook. I'm your host, Heather Osgood. And today on the show, I'm going to be talking about programmatic ads for podcasts. Now, on the show, I talk a lot about those host-read endorsement ads and how important they are. I like to talk about how those endorsement ads are really influencer marketing, and it is extremely important to me that that is a message that we continue to get out into the space. When you have the host of a podcast talking about a specific product or service and how that product or service is really edifying that person's life, that That is absolutely influencer marketing, and we need to make sure that as an industry, we are continuing to really push for that type of advertisement to be classified as influencer marketing because it comes with so much power. When you are listening to a show and you know, like, and trust that host, and then the host talks about a product, it's really easy for us to get excited about potentially purchasing that product. Now, I have to tell you a quick story. I am interviewing to fill an operations position, and I had an interview with a candidate today, and she, I asked her about podcast advertising, and she's like, oh, yeah, I listen to podcasts all the time, and I love the ads. She said, what I can't figure out is how is it that all of the ads that I hear on the podcast are products that I'm actually really interested in buying? And I really had to laugh because we have all been cyber stalked by products that we are interested in, right? From either our smart speaker listening to us, our phone listening to us, us searching something up, you know, on the internet. And then all of a sudden, man, we've got all of these ads in our social feed and, you know, on all the websites that we visit, there's the these ads that pop up. Currently in podcasting, there is not a way to do that. So if you are listening to a podcast and all the products or services are products that you would really genuinely be interested in, that is a total coincidence. There is not software out there that can say, oh, this person is listening or talking about this product. Let me go ahead and target them. So I thought that that was really kind of ironic because she's talking about host read endorsement ads. There is no way that that is is what's happening. But I, I talk about that and I tell that story just to really show the power of these host-read endorsement ads, right? There is a ton of power in what can be created with influencer marketing, and we do not want to get away from that. However, I started the episode by saying that I was going to talk about programmatic advertising, and that's what I want to do because programmatic advertising has made a huge increase in the last couple of years. So I did a little bit of research. I looked into some stats on the growth that it has made, and I want to share that with you. But before we dive into those stats, let's talk about what programmatic advertising is. So if you are listening to this show and you are like, I don't really get it. I also know that it happens frequently where we confuse the technology of dynamic ad insertion with programmatic advertising, and they are very different. So let's just let's just set um, the stage real quick and talk about the three different kinds of ads that there are in this space. So there are 
are three different delivery methods. So the first delivery method is you have an, an embedded or a baked-in ad. An embedded or a baked-in ad is in one specific single episode. So you have an ad that is in episode 100. It is going to be in episode 100 when you publish it, and it is going to stay in episode 100 until that ad is physically removed. If the publisher of that podcast downloads that file, you know, and extracts the ad and then uploads a new one, then that ad can come out, but it is a very manual process. So that's why we call them embedded or baked in because they're in that episode indefinitely. The next we have are dynamically inserted ads. So dynamically inserted ads are ads that are digitally inserted into a podcast at specific breaks where we have told the computer to put an ad. So we all have watched YouTube at one time in our lives, and we all have had that experience where we're watching YouTube and all of a sudden an ad starts playing. Those ads are dynamically inserted into that YouTube video. And in the same way, ads can be inserted into podcasts. Now, the big difference when I make that comparison, I always like to kind of preface that by saying, we know where we're putting these ad insertion points, just like I'm sure they do in YouTube as well, but it doesn't have to interrupt the content and it shouldn't interrupt the content. So a dynamically inserted ad can be placed wherever we want it to be placed within an episode. And there can be multiple ads that are placed within that episode. And those can be host read endorsement ads. They could be anything. The The technology is simply inserting an audio file into another audio file, right? So we can take those dynamically inserted ads and we can use them for host read endorsement ads, or we can use those pre-produced announcer read ads and insert them into a podcast. And that's where programmatic ads come into play. So programmatic ads are using the technology of dynamic ad insertion to insert that pre-recorded ad into a podcast. And why that's so important for us to understand is because we, I think, oftentimes, and even in just the articles that I just read, there is not usually ever the distinction between the fact that a dynamically inserted ad can be host read and it just being presumed that a host read ad is baked in or embedded. So those are really important things for us to, to understand, that we're using the dynamic ad insertion technology to insert either a host read ad or a pre-produced ad. Now, when we're talking about programmatic, though, just like in any other form of digital marketing, what's so powerful about programmatic advertising is that we are taking the content that we want in our ad, this pre-produced ad, and we're saying, who do we want to hear this? And we are looking at the age of the person, we're looking at the location of the person, and we are targeting that demographic as opposed to a specific show. So if you just love the podcast, let's say On Being, that's like your favorite show and you really, really want to advertise on that podcast, you can't really do that in a programmatic fashion because when we're doing programmatic ad insertion, we are really, we're just targeting based on who we are trying to reach and not based on the actual show. Now, there has been advancements in contextual targeting because when, you know, getting back to the story I shared of the, the gal that I was interviewing, when she was 
talking about the advertisers she liked. She was talking about them because those podcasts that she's listened to, she really likes those podcasts, right? And so chances are because she likes the podcast, she also really likes the advertisers that are going to come along with it. And that's why they felt so important and so special to her. So when we look at programmatic advertising, if we're just saying, hey, I want to reach anybody in New York City that's over the age of 25 that identifies as a female, then all of a sudden, that's who we're targeting. But that contextual piece is really, really important. So I know companies like AdsWiz and PodSites have recently announced that they are working on contextual targeting. And that contextual targeting is going to increase the efficiency of programmatic ads significantly, because now we not only have the ability to target the person we know is going to purchase, but we're going to be able to align our message with the content, which makes a really big difference in our ability to really get success with campaigns. So let's talk about how much programmatic ad placements are growing within the space. So according to eMarketer, In 2021, there was $31 million spent on programmatic ads. And in 2022, they're estimating that it's going to be $106 million. So that is really, that's taking into consideration that they're going from a really small percentage of the overall podcast ad buying to an 8%. So when you look at all of the ads in the podcast space, 8% of them are going to be those programmatic ads is what they are predicting for 2022. I absolutely would say that that sounds like it is in line. When we look at growing in the podcast ad space, I think that it's really important for us to realize that programmatic programmatic is how we are going to scale. The other thing that is so nice about programmatic is the ease of purchasing. So one of the things that is talked about frequently is that it's not super easy to buy podcast ads. And if you think about making further advancements within programmatic ad buying, we can make it so much easier for the person wanting to purchase ads to actually buy the ads. So I think that there is certainly a lot that we can say about the value of programmatic ads. Now, let's talk a little bit about why programmatic ads have not been more widely accepted um, or why they haven't grown more quickly. I think one of the things for us to definitely consider is that each podcast has their own hosting provider, right? There are, you know, 100 plus different hosting providers out there. Granted, there's probably 10 or 15 top hosting providers that most people use, but there are a lot of choices. If you do not have the right hosting provider that has the capability of doing dynamic ad insertion and is connected or has the ability to sell programmatic ads, is connected to a service that sells programmatic ads, then you're not going to get those programmatic ads. And I think that it's important for us to realize you can have a hosting provider that allows you to do dynamic ad insertion 
But if that hosting provider isn't connected, like I mentioned, with a service that then injects those ads from an AdsWiz or a platform like that, then you're not going to get them. So it's really important to look at the hosting provider. And so until more podcasts are willing to upgrade their hosting services to allow for dynamic insertion, we aren't going to see the increase in programmatic ads because the technology is just not there. The other thing for us to consider is that my guess is is that most of the very large shows are headed toward dynamic ad insertion. I know I've said it here once, and I am sure I will continue to say it. I'm sure I probably said it more than once. My prediction is that the entire industry is going to go totally to dynamic ad insertion. And the reason it's really important for me to think about that and to talk about that is because we need to be selling ad impressions based on who is actually listening. So if I am listening to a podcast today, it doesn't matter if it was produced five years ago. I am still a potential customer today, and I I should be served up an ad. The other thing that is so important is that we can create so much more frequency with dynamic ad insertion as opposed to those embedded ad reads. And I could go on and on, but I really do believe that dynamic ad insertion is going to become more prominent. And as dynamic ad insertion and that technology is really set up on more and more podcasts, then programmatic will have this ability to really grow at a much quicker rate. The other thing that we have to consider with programmatic ads is that right now, CPMs in podcast advertising are really extremely high. So if you look at the CPMs in podcasts and you compare them to other, especially traditional medias like um, radio or things of that nature, I mean, our CPMs really are very high. So the concern is that with programmatic, the prices might decrease, right? Because all of a sudden we're saying like, hey, you know, we're just going to we're going to just get it out there and we don't maybe know exactly which podcast the ads are going to be on, but we're okay with that. And and now all of a sudden it becomes very commoditized where right now we are very, as an industry, we are looking into particular podcast. We like this particular show. We like this particular host. We want them to talk about our product. So there really, I think, is a lot to be said for that concern that pricing could really be an issue. The other thing that I think is important for us to consider is that for new advertisers entering this space, when we look at it, you know, programmatic representing potentially 8% of the ad spend in 2022, that certainly is a high number. And that's, I mean, that's terrific, right? Like we should be happy that that it's growing um, because I think as it grows, it opens the door to different types of advertisers and more spending within the space, which is certainly important for the development of the industry. But it's still only 8%. So if you're really looking to do a big push in podcast ads, are you really going to be okay not reaching the bulk of the the market out there, right? Are you really going to be okay with not reaching the bulk of the podcast? My answer to that is probably no. You probably are not going to be satisfied with just 8%. Now, I know that there are advertisers out there. I will use Audible in particular because I know I myself have experienced this. But Audible, 
runs lots of host-read endorsement ads, but they also run programmatic ads, right? So there could be that potential where an advertiser might like to capitalize on both because really they have different values and they are going to be accepted by an audience in a different way. And I don't really believe that it's a matter of what is right or wrong, like which ad is best and which ad isn't as good. I do really believe that host-read endorsement ads are extremely powerful. And I feel like from a consumer perspective, if my friend comes over and says, oh my gosh, Heather, I started taking these vitamins. I feel like a different person. I'm probably going to listen much more than if I see like a TV ad, for instance. If I see a TV ad for vitamins, I might not be nearly as interested in running out and purchasing them. Does that mean that I am not made aware of that vitamin just because I saw a TV ad? Does that mean I'm I'm not more likely to potentially purchase that vitamin when I have an opportunity to do so? No, like advertising does work and it's effective in all of its variations. And I do believe, again, that host-read endorsement ads have the power, just like a friend recommending a product, that is not the same as an announcer-read ad. It might not come with the same level of maybe overall results, let's say. But as an industry, there really is such a big move toward how do we create automation and scalability around podcast ads. And that does come with programmatic ad buying. That does come with contextual targeting, which is being developed. So all of those things together, I think, really are paving a path for us to potentially really reach much bigger numbers in terms of ad dollars in the future. So that is my summary of what programmatic ads are. I hope that that has been helpful for you. There are definitely ways that you can go about taking advantage of programmatic ad buying. And so I do recommend that you research that and that you, if that is something that you're interested in, that you definitely check it out. I would say, though, that programmatic ad buying is typically going to be done um, in a a higher dollar capacity. I don't think that, you know, you're going to be able to spend small, small amounts. Certainly there is a Spotify that has opened up some ad buying in an automated fa- fashion for, I think, smaller buys. So if you are looking to go toward programmatic and you have a smaller budget, I would recommend checking out Spotify. If not, really, it's probably all going to be done through an agency that has the capability of doing that for you. So thank you so much for for uh, listening today. And I hope that you will will come back to our next episodes. I'm super excited. We have some really great guests come, coming up in the next few weeks. I have been working hard, as has um, Charlene, my sidekick, to get some really great guests on for you. So looking forward to that. And if you are interested in learning more about podcast advertising, we're always happy to help. Please go to our website to download our marketer's guide for podcast advertising. It really lays out how we recommend that you buy podcast ads. And you can find that at truenativemedia.com. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you on the next show. If you want to learn more about how to be a market leader in podcast advertising, reach out to us at truenativemedia.com.